0: Welcome
1: to Arcade Audio.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton. And I'll be awarding points to our two teams based on how well they know trivia and how good they are at lying. In Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, an incorrect answer is worth just as many points as a correct one. At least, as long as our players can trick the other team into believing it. Now let's meet tonight's panel. There's a lightsaber on my stand, and I don't know why. But thank you all for coming to uh, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of questioning answers, answering questions. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton. And uh, join me on stage. Uh, let's uh, let's meet our let's meet our teams. Uh, uh, the team. T- well, I guess before we do that, let's say uh, the theme of the show will be prohibition. Ooh. Okay.
3: Awesome.
2: Oh. Uh, so let's start with the team Ooh. name uh, on the left. Uh, we are post Capone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We're not sorry about it. <laughs>
2: okay. Post a, that's Capone. That's tagline. Very good. And uh, let's meet our individual players, starting on the far end.
4: Hello, I am Elizabeth Riggs, and. I may or may not have blood ties to the mafia.
2: Is that? Ooh, okay.
4: Maybe, I'm not okay. allowed to say.
2: We'll find out more later, maybe. Thanks. And to her right?
5: Uh, my name's Ryan Phillips, and uh, my in-laws are related to the mafia. <gasps> you say they're into the mafia? My in-laws are related to the mafia. Okay, interesting.
2: So it's not by blood. Okay, and, and finally?
6: My name is Zach Thompson, and my favorite motion picture is married to the mob.
2: <laughs> so we're all related okay. to the Okay, very, very interesting. <laughs> Uh, Now, let's meet the untouchables to my right, maybe. Uh, What's our team name?
1: Uh, Spencer, our team name is Mashy. Or? uh, Or a round of Manhattans, and you can go ahead and kick us in the side with a pair of steel-toed boots. Or?
2: The (laughs) Tootleggers. The (laughs) Tootleggers. Thank you for that choose-your-own-adventure. Yep, Uh uh-huh. Very good, very good, very good. Uh, was that middle thing a quote from The Untouchables or something? I don't know what that was. Uh, no, it was a quote. I, it was actually a quote from Anchorman, oh,
1: but none of us could a remember what the movie mob was. Movie. We were like, "What's that movie where someone has a great drink order?" We were like, "Yeah, it's like something cool, like Casino or The Untouchables." And then we looked it up, and it was fucking
2: Anchorman. Like <laughs> <laughs> already. Okay, oh. and let's meet our uh, in players starting on the right. Oh, my Thank name's you.
1: Connor Doyle, uh, and I, uh, on the subject of the mafia. My grandfather looked a lot like Tony Soprano. Okay. So I've been rewatching The Sopranos, and it's it's a very traumatic experience for me. Because you keep imagining... I legitimately saw, like, a commercial for The Sopranos when I was a child, and I thought, oh, my God, my grandfather's in the mob. Because <laughs> he looked a lot like Tony Soprano.
2: Okay. Uh, and to uh, Connor's
3: left. Uh, my name is Sammy Tamimi, and uh, actually my dad had dealings with the mafia, not a joke, in that he ran, like, a little coffee shop in New- Patterson, New Jersey, the armpit of New Jersey, and in the back of it was like video slot machines uh, and he'd pay out. And I guess the mob came in one day and busted up his shop for not giving them all the money.
2: Whoa. He's also a, a horrible person. Oh, okay. So he deserved <laughs> it. And finally, uh, our last contestant. I'm like mayor- contestant, I mean panelist. Yep. <laughs> you, you will win nothing. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: I'm Mary <laughs> Sullivan, here. I'm here to win, and I watched The Godfather for the first time in February. What'd
2: you, what'd you think of it?
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Oh, very good, okay. Yep.
2: Let me know uh, how you like the rest of them. Okay. All right. Post Capone, let's start with you uh, with our, our first question Delightful. here.
0: Delightful.
2: Uh, now, it's, it's crazy to think that prohibition was codified by an actual constitutional amendment. Seriously, this document that we're all supposed to think is the best thing ever once said that it's a crime against God to drink Smirnoff ice.
4: But still, I mean, wait, it, but still, Maybe it still is, I don't yeah. know.
2: Jury's out. Uh, but still, the 18th Amendment wasn't even that crazy when you look at some of the amendments that have failed throughout American history. What was the idea of the failed amendment known as the anti-title amendment? Um. All right, Post Capone, what was the idea of a failed amendment known as the anti-title amendment?
6: The idea behind the anti-title amendment was to keep any English emigrants uh, to the United States from using their English titles in the United States. Okay. Uh,
3: that... Welcome. <laughs> Zach, did you just clap yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm editing myself. I'm Freeze. Uh... <laughs> Sure, if, could you give us an example of some of the titles? I, I know We all know like mm-hmm. Duke and Lady and Duchess, but yes. what are some of the other minor titles that might be outlawed by this law?
6: Chamberlain was one, because they didn't want people laying in others' chambers. Uh, <laughs> Blacksmith was another one, which is weird,
1: because they still needed blacksmiths. So it sounds like they just outlawed professions.
6: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, a duke is a professional leader, so...
5: <laughs> yeah, oh. is, is prince not a profession? King, Queen—these are titles that are also professions.
3: Fair, fair. Uh, Zach, what is your last name?
6: Thompson Meyer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Slayer of dragons. That's really brave of you to admit it in light of this amendment.
6: Yeah, well, I had to—I had to get, my great-great-grandfather had to give it up and stick to shipbuilding, which I guess is more practical. <laughs> Can I tell a true story? Um,
1: I,
2: I, uh... I'd prefer yes. a true story. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, my, uh, my,
1: my... My... My paternal grandmother's maiden name is Saunders. Okay. Uh, and when they came through Ellis Island, they came from Germany, and their name was Sanders... And they were like, "We gotta Americanize this up," and they changed it from Sanders, which is maybe the most American name. Certainly, yeah. Every like, colonel I know is the Chicken Sanders. Man, uh, and they changed it to Saunders. And my my name is Connor, and my middle name is Saunders. And so, so you should be
2: Connor Sanders. It sounds
1: like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized this in like eighth grade, and I made the mistake of saying it out loud. Oh no! Yeah. Anyway.
4: Well, you've True made story. that mistake twice. And you're, <laughs> yeah, <like Connor. laughs> you're right. I <laughs>
2: have. <laughs> yeah. Do we think that's on the truth about this? Um, their answer? Yeah. Do we?
4: Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: it
3: oh, cool. okay.
2: well, oh, it sounds like there's two no's
1: and Sammy just nodded and said yes or no.
3: <laughs> all right, you know what? We have two a nose, clear leader.
1: They're lying.
3: They're lying. Okay. Yes. And what is the actual wow. answer? the actual answer per Connor
2: okay yeah <laughs>
3: Connor Connor Sanders thank you uh,
2: it, oh
1: it prohibited the uh, owning of land mm-hmm. no one could have the title to land i say <laughs> all land was the land of the free
2: <laughs> duh well actually Zach was uh, was right uh, it was wow um, yeah that's right Oh yeah, the answer. Yeah, anyone receiving a title of nobility would no longer be a citizen. That's right. Yeah! Good job, them. Colonel yeah. Sanders. You also couldn't accept a gift of any kind whatsoever from any emperor, king, or foreign power. Yeah. Mm. Oh Nor
4: would we want to.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yes, why would we want such a thing? <laughs> no, All right, this is a question for Tootleggers.
3: Yes. Us. Yes. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 While prohibition was one of the most memorable examples of a wide-scale ban, it's far from the only one. Some bans affect the population at large, like a 2014 law in Burundi that banned jogging in an attempt to prevent citizens from planning subversive activities, or a 2005 law in Turkmenistan that banned lip-syncing at large cultural events. Then again, some laws have a more specific target demographic. In 2007, China passed a law that specifically affected Tibetan Buddhist monks. What did this law ban?
3: (laughs) the law and the law. Uh, is John
2: Cougar Mellencamp? That particular uh, diddy was by The Clash. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? The Clash. Maybe you've heard of them?
3: Whatever. No titles here, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what do you think? What, uh, what is this law that China passed that affected Buddhist monks? Uh, the law banned the shaving of one's head,
3: uh, as most Tibetan monks have. Okay.
4: Hmm, okay.
3: If you ever notice on... Uh, Aang, the Last Avatar. All the Fire Nation all had hair, and the Airbenders yeah. are based on monks, Tibetan monks.
1: And we all know that's very historically accurate.
3: <laughs>
4: yes, and a great film. <laughs> Do you um, know what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is called humor, Connor. That no.
1: I am doing. Sorry, I didn't recognize it coming from you.
4: <laughs> okay, great. Get
1: I get. love this banter. It's, get,
5: it's getting hot, hot over here. Very
1: good. Friendly
4: reminder that your name is tootleggers <laughs>
1: That's the chicken man to you. Uh,
4: cool. So, can I say that we also think that is accurate?
3: <laughs> oh.
4: So, you're on our side. There are no sides. And if there were, we would be over here and you'd be over there.
2: Okay.
6: There are no sides to the truth.
4: Right. The truth is for everyone. Was, was that Sean Connery?
3: <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was
2: if you good. have to ask, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, uh, two-leggers, you pulled the wool over their eyes, because that's, uh, that's not the actual answer. Uh, the actual answer was reincarnating without prior government <laughs> what? approval. What does
5: that mean? What? And I was like, Ugh.
2: You got to fill out a 1099.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you want to yeah, save they your... got me on a technicality.
2: <laughs> yeah. If you want to save your, fa- your future baby self some headaches, you better get your affairs in order now. All right. Let's go back to Post Capone. <gasps> when trying to start a political movement, it can help to give your group a cool, catchy name. Something that gives a tiny glimpse into the purpose of the group, but still leaves you wanting more. Some prime examples are the Hungarian Two-Tailed Dog Party, the Polish Party of the Bald, or Canada's Rhinoceros Party. By 1930, with an estimated 80% of Congress being drinkers, they weren't just split along traditional party lines anymore. What was the name given to members of Congress who were pro-alcohol?
0: They call me hell!
2: Post what do we think here? What was the name given to members of Congress who were pro-alcohol during Prohibition?
4: Amazing. So we love the truth here, and I know you guys are trying to, so here it is. The name given to members of Congress who were pro-alcohol. Who are you looking at?
5: I'm, it's like yeah. a general direction. You know how
1: way. I know this is going to be the truth? Because you had to look up and reread the question <laughs> before you're going to say what the answer. Full can you only? not? Can
5: you not interrupt when we're, we're
2: answering? Yeah, badgering the witness. Thank you. <laughs>
6: Objection? <laughs>
4: Okay, I'm gonna start again. Oh God! Right, Look what you've done from the top. From the top. We love truth. You should too. What was the name given to members of Congress who are pro-alcohol? The Swigs. Based off the Tories and the Whigs. The Swigs.
3: You said the Tories and the Whigs, so wouldn't it be the Twigs? Yeah, tories oh. The Tories wigs. and the Whigs. Tories and the Whigs. No, the Swigs.
0: She was just providing context.
3: Yeah,
1: she
0: had to I'm e- I'm your side.
1: Point. She had to explain <laughs> her fun pun. Uh,
3: Zach, what would be other planks of the platform of the swigs? <clears throat>
1: um, the swigs were very much pro-wet
6: tunic. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's they, true, they had a lot of true. wet tunic contests. <laughs> facts. Um, and uh, they also ate uh, chicken wings, mm. uh, and they were known to um, spring break in the colony of Florida.: <laughs>
1: oh.
3: Ah. My favorite of the colonies.
6: Yes, indeed.
3: <laughs> uh, right. I mean, it, yeah. so they were probably very popular because uh, Prohibition was not after a certain point. So were there like famous 1920s uh, it, it, celebrities who were part of the Swigs You're party? asking for Roaring Twenties celebrities?
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely
3: am.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, no, I don't know any celebrities from the Roaring Twenties that were also pro-alcohol. I don't see how that's related to whether or not
2: we're right. That's okay. We'll walk it by. Just name any celebrities from the 1920s. Danny Zuko. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. Tell, tell me, me more. more. Oh, God. What do you got to do that for? <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> Okay, I think we're done there. Um,
1: do we agree to swigs? I love so much that Elizabeth went, I know some 20 celebrities, and then we all just collectively oh, t- ignored her. <laughs>
4: I, <laughs> I, I like,
2: about... No, 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 let him tell the grease joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear that. Do you really know 20 celebrities?
4: I would li- like to pass on offering that
2: <laughs> truth. <laughs> all right. I would like but to but say Clara Bow. Sure, Betty Boop maybe? I don't know. <laughs> what do we think, telling the truth? No, uh, so no. we
0: know that they're not telling the truth. Okay. It's hard to say.
2: Uh, would you like to say the name
3: for us, Mary?
0: Mm-hmm. The Soakies. <laughs>
3: The Soakies.
0: <laughs>
4: Duh.
3: Duh. Yeah, of course. Because they're soaked with their and wet tunics <laughs> and alcohol.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you, know, yep. the, you know the traditional garb they of like, the American mm-hmm. Congress, the tunic. Yes. We, yeah,
2: we <laughs> they like the drink when they meet in the Parthenon. What, what's funny is you, neither team is really that far off. <laughs> they had to distance themselves. <laughs> the the right? Right? Oh, I was I saving. It was the Wets. The Wets. I would
4: say that we were there. Okay, but can (laughs) we have, excuse me, can we have some points because our answer is cuter?
2: (laughs) Because your answer is what?
4: Cuter.
1: Cuter. Swigs. It was pretty cute. Nothing's cuter than Wets.
3: Oh,
2: (laughs) boy.
4: I admit that, I admit that, but our answer was runner up cute. Okay?
2: (laughs) Nothing's cuter than Wets. Please never say that again. Okay. Uh, This next question is for uh, Tootleggers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Toot, toot.
4: No. No.
2: No. Now, Prohibition caused many folks to make their own alcohol at home. Mm -hmm. Bootleggers would make all kinds of terrible tasting and potent alcohol, but some of it was tainted with industrial alcohol. It's estimated that around 10,000 people died in the 13 years that Prohibition lasted because of this. Of course, that's still less deaths annually than crocodiles produce, which is about 1,000 a year. That's enough to make a crocodile sad. What makes crocodiles create tears? (laughs) All right, Tootleggers, what uh, makes crocodiles create tears? We're fighting so, over it because we're all no, like, we all want to say. We're all, all say on it. the
3: same
0: page, but we're really excited to share with you that where crocodiles live, not like the cleanest crystal blue waters, mm. right? Are you guys with me? Oh, dope, totally. Yeah. You don't have to sell us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm sorry. Are you guys with me? Yeah. What waters do they live in? No, no. <laughs> yeah, not
6: in the colony of Florida.
0: <laughs> yep. Nearby there. Um, so they need to keep their eyes clean. So they do that via wetting their eyes and crying. It's
1: it's They're clearing. It's like self-generated eye It's kind of like us. It's like like the only reason I've ever cried. Eyes. <laughs> it's to keep my eyes clear. When we
4: need to get the emotions out of our eyes. We cry.
5: That's the only mm-hmm. reason you've ever cried? That's the only reason I've from ever cried. From emotions? Well, no, yes, from, from, con- <laughs> from keeping my eyes clean.
4: <laughs> from, for, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have to cleanse my eyes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so your full answer is they keep their eyes clean because they live in dirty water.
0: Yeah, and they need to be able to see.
5: I'm familiar with the purpose of eyes. Everyone on the podcast listening in a few weeks, she gave me the smuggest look after that. <laughs> Honestly, the, Damn, this, dude, she's got a point.
1: Yeah, it's, it's This is the angriest questioning I've ever heard.
5: You're so mad about the Sammy dancer. went one-on-one for our team last round. Don't think I'm not tracking that. What
1: is it with you Florida people feeling so much whoa, whoa, ownership whoa, whoa, over whoa, crocodiles? Whoa.
3: We don't give There's, a shit about crocodiles. It's alligators. <laughs> you get them, Spencer. Hostess is Floridian. I'm going to drag you. I have a question for Zach. No, but this is a legitimate question. Here he goes. With the the individual, individual question. No, wait, wait. You have three kids. And I know uh, they've priced them personal tantrums. now.
0: They're 1310 and 5. <laughs> Leave family
3: out of this. But what was Someone's the most been ridiculous tantrum? Program. Like what was the most ridiculous thing they've thrown a tantrum about? Ooh, today? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, yesterday That's I had zinc. to come.
3: Uh, I had to come down here, and ladies and gentlemen, we were broadcasting the beautiful comedy
6: sports theater. Uh, and we drove past Hollywood Mirror, and my ten-year-old goes, "They're on. They're closing. They're having a sale." And I said, "Well, maybe we can stop on the way out." But yesterday there was an, a rare April blizzard, mm. and I said, "I don't think we're going to be able to stop." And oh man, you would have thought I said, "I'm going to need your kidney." <laughs> It was a nightmare. The, the ride home was a nightmare. And then it was, it, can we go to PetSmart then to get my birds some toys? Don't even get me started on the fucking birds.
3: <laughs> oh, Zach, I treasure these moments. That's very, that's very good.
5: Uh,
3: ultimately, we think they're
5: lying. Yes. We think they're lying. They're lying. <laughs> they're lying. Okay. I don't think yeah. they're
4: lying, I just think they're wrong. They're
5: great. They don't, they don't oh, know whoa. that they're yeah. lying. <laughs> it's is our official stance. That's yeah, so so the of the truth. Yeah. What do we think the answer is? Uh, the answer? I would love the answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Real sad stories.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That's not what we think.
5: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Isla,
2: go ahead.
4: Yeah, yeah. So we think that they sweat out of their eyes. Oh, okay. Interesting. They don't have sweat glands. They just sweat out of their eyeballs. I see.
2: God, that would be... Which is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, the answer is actually air. Uh, Crocodile tears are often thought of as disingenuous, which is true. Uh, Crocodile tears are the result of sucking in too much air when they eat. The air gets trapped and irritates their tear glands and makes it look like they're crying. Yo, so their eye farts... Yeah, I guess they're IFarts. farts. They literally like, eye farts.
0: Like baby burps when they eat too quickly. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to go with
1: eye farts. Children.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're honorary they
4: toot layers.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for the next uh, Apple keynote address when they tell us about IFARTS. farts. <laughs> All right, Post Capone. Crush me, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during Prohibition, gangsters made out like bandits by distilling moonshine. Moonshine could range from as weak as 63 proof or as strong as well, physically possible. What's the strongest proof an alcoholic beverage can be?
1: I want bourbon I want Scott I want beer
3: Well, I ain't seen my baby since I don't know
2: All right, Post Capone, what do we think here? What's the strongest proof an alcoholic beverage can be? On the Everclear scale, I believe it's 200. 200.
3: Everclear
6: scale, like the band? Mm, nope. Or like the noted grain alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think
1: I'm talking about? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Daddy, can we stop by Holland? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Daddy's gotta do comedy!
1: <laughs> uh, have you guys ever had Everclear? Yes. Unfortunately.
6: Only mixed with Purple Passion, if anyone else is from the 90s. <laughs>
3: No, so what sad. is this? I came, I came here straight dive. from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the strongest drink you've ever had, individually, each of you?
4: Um, so it would be ever clear. Um, <laughs> we both just said it, and we're both going to stick to that.
3: It's <laughs> <Good> true. <trip. laughs> so, well, Z- Zach my is holding back. I know Zach's probably had something. So,
6: uh, <laughs> It's a longer story than I want it to be, but... <laughs> I, I went to an fine. estate sale one time. Oh, boy. And, and the guy,
1: the guy this was is a, an unbelievable sale, start sale, to this right? question. I love that this is the start of this the This guy,
6: answer. Uh, he had a small machine shop in his garage. And in the garage, I found three bottles of labeled legitimately alcohol. <laughs> And that's all it was—was was
1: clear, dangerous alcohol. Can but I, it
6: was bottled can, by Crown Bottling in Chicago, and had the little tax
1: stamp strip over the top and can, everything. Can I pause this? I think it is amazing that this is going to end with you drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> the setup to this point should not end in <laughs> you drinking
5: this liquid. No, while he was distracted, his buddy iced him with a Smirnoff, and he had pounded pound it. <laughs> and that's the strongest
6: drink Zach's ever had. <laughs> Is, is that what, like, you drank this industrial alcohol, whatever this is? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was for cleaning parts, but it was... Uh, yeah, it was it was
2: rubbing. <laughs> You're like the, the main I, character... I mean, from... I wasn't like, I was like, I want to take a swig of this, but I had to taste it. That's I like know. the main character from the... <laughs> yeah, I had to taste it. From the master. Could that's could your walking Phoenix. Can you, well, can, well, you got to describe what it tasted like.
6: It, it's like if you uh, get medicine, like...
2: Uh... <laughs> it
6: tastes like that. <laughs> you ever, uh, speaking of eyes, you ever put Visine in your eyes and then you could taste it? It's kind of like that. Ah. No. <laughs>
0: Wait, that. what? I'm sorry. No, I what? Get what? what? I get what? that. Yeah. You ever, like hey.
6: use Visine and then you can taste it through your sinuses. What, what? what?
0: Or like if no, you know, no, spray.
2: You guys aren't using Visine the right way though. <laughs> I'm going to go to clubbing with Zach. I know that much. <laughs> Zach knows how to party. Yeah. <laughs> it's in some old dead man's garage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're
6: uh, a
2: really
4: fun team. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what do we think two-leggers? are two-leggers that tell the truth about being a fun team? Yeah.
3: Well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Honestly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But what about the answer? Yeah. The question oh, answer. is two hundred uh, the maximum uh, I proof. Think no.
4: I th- oh, well.
1: Go I might for it. Think go for
4: it. Okay, go for for it, right. okay. Yeah, Connor, see I, I a think... ridiculous number that the proof can be.
1: <laughs> I think no, because uh, because I've had Bacardi 151, okay. and that's 151 proof. And I think it's 300, mm. because it's still, you can drink Bacardi 151. That seems too close to 200, t- 300. Is I'm, right. you,
0: I'm with you. You think okay. Bacardi
5: 151 brags about being one over half of the <laughs>
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. that is word for
5: word
3: what I said. Okay. All right, I just <laughs> want to make sure I'm picking up what you're putting down,
1: <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <laughs>
3: said, said the guy drinking Bud Light. <laughs> you want to go, Sam?
5: <laughs> it's a long show. If I drank 151 or higher, this show would be bad. It would be
3: bad. I, I would ruin it. I just want to say
0: there are two of us over here drinking water. Right? we Are putting down our own team? <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't think that's a put-down. I just think
2: yeah it's the this is
0: a little weaker than it's the teetotalers versus the wets I'm sorry
2: (laughs) now I I think that you guys probably knew something about how alcohol proof and percentages work which is why you said 200 but it was kind of a trick question Mm -hmm. because the actual answer was 190 proof okay but we were closer so you were close is this price is right rules is this price is right rules I I will take that into consideration the (laughs) toothpaste is
4: 156
2: Okay. Uh, so a beverage's proof is twice the alcohol by volume. So the strongest possible proof is about 190 or 95% alcohol by volume. At any higher proof than that, the alcohol draws moisture from the air yep. and self-dilutes. Yep, yep. It's benzene. At that the
4: alcohol is like, I'm too crazy. I need I'm to
0: tell me so down.
1: So the alcohol has water air
2: farts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I too. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
3: Giving the people what they want. Yeah, that's, that is true. A great I, I just want to give uh, <laughs> mad props to Zach for that sly line of
2: it's benzene. Recognizing <laughs> the chemical
3: properties of 200, uh, 190 proof alcohol.
2: Yeah, mad props, Zach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: Sammy also came straight from the 90s. All right, two-leggers. During Prohibition, speakeasies and nightclubs with booze stashes needed a way to advertise their services without hanging an illegal liquor sold here sign on the building. One not-so-subtle practice was painting the door of a bar green, as evidenced by the club's The Green Mill in Uptown and The Green Door Tavern in River North, uh, this is both in Chicago. Uh, if you visit The Green Door, you might notice a weird seasick feeling as you walk in, as the whole building leans slightly to one side. The building's odd tilt isn't its only unique feature. It's the only structure of its kind in the downtown Central Business District. What causes The Green Door's odd tilt, and why does that make it a Chicago oddity? Just close.
1: Brother When you need a hand We all need Somebody To lean on I just might Have
2: All right, two-leggers, what do you think here? What causes this tilt, and why does it make it so unique?
3: Uh, it, because it's built in that area pre-Chicago fire, the early settlers, <laughs> so one of my friends who was a tour guide. <laughs> uh, they used the boats and ships from Lake Michigan, if they were no longer lake-worthy, uh, they would just you know, crash them out, crash them, uh, beach them, and wow. use them for foundations for their houses. I see. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's you're saying it's because the bar's made of driftwood?
4: No, (laughs) Uh, no, no, no.
3: uh, The ground beneath it is a former ship. It's
1: part Mm -hmm. boat. Mm -hmm. It's part boat. Mm -hmm. Okay.
4: It's built on a boat.
1: Technically, if you're in the Green Door, you're in international waters. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah,
2: whoever's bartending that night can technically marry you.
4: (laughs) Yeah. That's so nice.
2: Tell us more about this tour guide friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, her name is Heather
3: Adams. She has one child, and the two twins were adorable. They just went to C2E2. Is that what just happened this? No, sorry. Star Wars celebration was just this past weekend. They wore. What's their home address? <laughs> uh, uh, somewhere in the suburbs. Uh, and they wore a Yoda and Chewbacca uh, Halloween costumes from the 80s. You know, like those final outfits where you—it's mm-hmm. like the picture of the thing you are on the <laughs> chest. Heck yeah. Well, you asked. <laughs> I, that was sincere. I'll just give out heck yes, Amy.
2: <laughs> they sound like a lovely family. I can't wait to take that tour. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but here's the important thing: they think bars are built on boats. So we don't think. Well,
0: we have a source.
5: We know.
1: You have a Heather. source. Heather. 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 The source.
4: Heather.
1: Do Call you... her right now. Call her right now and ask.
4: What if the Do you have <laughs> a number? What if the the boat or the building stumbled off the side of the boat? Would you yell "building overboard"? <laughs>
1: Yeah, if the building stumbled <laughs> off the
2: side of the boat,
4: I'm you just would asking, yell, building overboard. I'm just asking they, as a, as a lead-in to our hmm. answer, because their answer is incorrect.
2: Okay, and what do you think the real answer is?
4: Go ahead, team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank thank you. I'm the muscle <laughs>
4: on the team. <laughs> Pritchard,
3: you <laughs> the enforcer. The enforcer, I know. That's
2: the right? Yeah, you're door, definitely door, the Arne Anderson of the team, that's right.
6: <laughs> the green door in River North is an old house, and it was built... Well prior to building codes, it's a wood frame house, and (gasps) due to its age, it's leaning. The door, when you open it, claps back on you because it's like opening a a cellar door. Where did that wood come from?
3: (laughs) We'll never know. I didn't
6: say anything about the foundation, which, as I know from going in the underground speakeasy is easy, is brick.
2: Well, look at that. You guys are exactly right. It's made of wood. That's right. It's made <laughs> of wood. After no, the grand... not boat wood. Well, hold on. They're exactly right. I'll let you know in my, my little rundown here. Right. So after the Great Chicago Fire of 1871, the Green Door was one of the first buildings erected on the rubble of the city. It used a standard wooden frame, but only a few months after construction was completed, the city banned wooden structures in this business district. Uh, it remains the only wooden frame building in the area. Over the years, the building settled and gave it its odd slant, which makes you feel drunk before you even order your first drink.
3: Oh, you know, what was the only wood left after the Great Chicago Fire? Boats. The boats because on the lake. they were in the water. Water wood. Water
0: doesn't burn. My,
3: my least favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I always think he was a
1: gasser. Vowing Kevin Costner. Water wood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Connor Sanders, everyone.
5: <laughs> Look at
2: all this water wood. Are you doing a Homestar Runner impression? <laughs> if you have to ask, the answer is no. <laughs> that was actually Sean Connor. Uh, okay, yeah, it's very good.
1: The dog's name was Indiana.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a penitent man kneels. The penitent man shall kneel. <laughs> Maybe there's a okay. question. Uh, this question is for Post Capone. You know what? Hold on. Connor, we just had a lot of fun there. I'm going to give you some points for that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you
3: man. Can you do You're his famous quote now, from uh, The Untouchables? Oh, look at me. I'm untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Chicago way.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're the man now, though. <laughs> Punch the keys, for God's sakes. And the last one. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sean Connery's been in so many things.
1: I found (laughs) (laughs) Forresto.
2: This sucks. Okay, Post Capone, when you're the head of a major mafia organization, you can't exactly put criminal mastermind on your business cards, or the feds will catch on pretty quick. Hmm. Al Capone's business cards listed his occupation as used furniture dealer, and Elliot Ness was none the wiser. Another controversial furniture seller was Ingvar Kamprad, the founder of Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) though worth over three and a half billion dollars when he died in 2014 Mm. he started somewhat more humbly and although his first sales job by the age of five wasn't particularly lucrative it did teach him the benefits of buying in bulk what was the founder of ikea's first job All right, Poscavon, what do we think here? What was the founder of Ikea's first job?
4: You're going to love this.
2: No, that's a men's warehouse. <laughs> no,
4: no. no. no, that's no, no the way that's, I look. You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so I much. I
1: guarantee That'll it. Guess. You're going to love this is when you eat a McDonald's burger wearing a men's warehouse
4: suit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right now it's our team's time, so we're going to go ahead and say our answer. Uh, great. So the founder of Ikea's first job was as a cat litter purchaser.
1: Okay. In bulk, a, he
4: bought in bulk for the savings.
1: A cat litter purchaser.
4: Mm-hmm. For for whom? Uh, he was the middleman. <laughs> for whom?
1: I don't. We don't have time to explain how I'm business to... works to you, Sammy. <laughs> what? Do you want us to list cat litter brands? So he was like a personal shopper for like a rich Swedish man, and he bought all the cat litter.
4: Connor, in most business dealings, there is a middleman. Dare I say, woman, twenty nineteen. <laughs> Someone's usually doing the purchasing for the large companies. Sure, sure. Cat litter. (laughs) Why -hmm. wouldn't the company just buy its own cat litter?
5: Oh, what? Are you a dog person, Sammy? I am. Do you guys have cats? Wow.
4: You guys have cats? I grew up with cats. Do you, ha- do you have, you have cats? You
2: I grew up with a cat. A cat has that, me. That sounds like you were raised by them in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with cats. Look, Look how, how she's holding her hand. hands right now.
0: Or you were raised as an equal. And let me tell they you, were your siblings.
1: <laughs> My parent cats only shopped at Costco.
4: <laughs> that was fine. Take that, um, take that
2: Costco. Say What's up? I said, take that, Costco. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm knocking them down a peg this for once. This
4: is a Sam's Club team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we think that's on the truth about no, this? No, oh, and they were so angry at how they attacked <laughs> yeah. us that I think it was very they clear were deflecting. they were doing. Oh, I'm sorry, were
5: we too catty? No oh, boy. Oh
2: boo oh,
3: minus five. Woof. Your
5: your booze make me stronger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, we think they're lying, just to save time because uh, mm-hmm. he was a restaurant tours uh, for a, you know, a buyer for a restaurant.
0: Yeah, ever been to IKEA?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the meatballs Mary, Mary, what did they
0: <laughs> He bought meat to make meatballs? So mm-hmm. it
5: went and he bought the meat in bulk Or he bought the restaurants in bulk
0: Or
4: he bought the balls
0: in <laughs> bulk. The bulk
1: Yeah, criticize our answer <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I will It's yeah. called a follow-up question, Connor If you can't handle it, don't play the game
3: Whoa
2: the yeah, she got your ass, dude. Uh, Do you want to go? I can't wait till all, all three matrix. people fight each other. Stay
4: here. Stay here, Connor.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Bought right, the uh, meat in bulk for meatballs. No, you're, you're wrong, but they, they were lying. The actual answer was uh, selling matches.
3: Oh. oh. Yeah, oh, those man, matches
2: were people to their cat litter. <laughs> 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 At the age of seven, he discovered he could buy match boxes in bulk from Stockholm and sell them individually for an even higher profit. Yeah, that's right. Hey. That's so, so there was a middleman,
3: so right? Hey, kid, you want to buy a single match? <laughs> you want to buy a Lucy? <laughs> Ray, Ryan, Elizabeth's make... Elizabeth's making a horrible face. That's what they call loose cigarettes. A
6: Lucy. That's because she knows the end to the story, the Matchstick Girl, and maybe you should too.
3: The...
2: Oh, is that the prequel to Matchstick Men? <laughs> that actually lit. works really well. If you've seen Matchstick Men, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe I'm gonna give you more points for Matchstick Men references. I, I did you, give Connor. Ryan. You had a good point. He he was indeed a middleman, so I did great. give you guys some, Thank some you. points for that. That I,
3: feels great. A fair and powerful leader, Spencer. <laughs> Can I give you a fun
2: fact about Match Deckman? The no. movie Match, I would love if you could provide me a fun fact about Match It was match an Deckman.
3: aborted musical. That's that why right? it's
2: so choppy
3: and weird. It's, it's oh. supposed to be a musical with Nick Cage, and it they totally were like, not working. Weird.
2: I wonder what didn't work about Nick Cage in a musical.
4: Singing <laughs> questions. Did I just
2: get groans from some, from some yeah, Nick Cage some fan? big Nick Cage fans yeah. in the audience, Spencer, you better watch yes. He could pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess he could. <laughs> All right, tootleggers. One of the most notorious Chicago mobsters was Diamond Joe Esposito. Beyond being a bootlegger and elected Republican head of the 19th Ward, Diamond Joe also shares the same name as one of Elvis Presley's close friends. Joe Esposito, Joe Esposito uh, met Elvis while serving in the military, and the two became fast friends. Joe became part of Elvis's Memphis Mafia, which helped to both support and ruin Elvis's life. You could always spot a member of the Memphis Mafia because they wore a piece of clothing or jewelry marked with the symbol of a lightning bolt with the letters TCB over it. What did TCB stand for?
5: Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get it ready, and I go, can't go,
1: but don't you step on my blue suede shoe.
3: Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoe. <laughs> Well, can, knock me down, can I give some history
4: about the song "Blue," so he'd choose for extra points if I'm right, and I will be?
3: <laughs> okay P- Please Hermione Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dang did you just know her maybe,
4: maybe the highest compliment I could have, <laughs>
5: have <laughs> in my whole life Smartest <laughs> character In the whole
2: series um, Alright s- let's, let's hear your Blue
4: Suede Shoes Was written in Jackson Tennessee Which is
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead Pay no attention We're, to this.
4: I'm listening I'm glad that history Is entertaining to you <laughs> <laughs> song Blue Suede Shoes was written in Memphis, Tennessee by Carl Perkins.
2: Sorry, was it Memphis or Jackson?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a story. Which switch is an thing. hour away from Jackson, Tennessee, I the home she... of our story. Connor, you okay. better sit there.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the way it went down was actually at the university I attended, Union University. That was you so cool. So <laughs> <You,
2: you did. laughs> Elizabeth just mugged at the audience like she would get applause for that. <laughs> yeah, she mugged it right <laughs> oh, in right right
4: Union. I see
0: you nice
2: fighting jumping jacks
4: which is hilarious union university is a very southern baptist university and they do not allow dancing but back in the day they did allow dancing and what happened was carl perkins was at a dance at union university and he heard two guys get in a fist fight outside of uh, the university dance and one guy literally said don't step on my blue suede <laughs>
3: shoes and that's how that song was written
2: okay i like it i like it i go some points well, like Carl Perkins fans in the audience. All right.
3: Is, is that just for Carl Perkins? See, that Slim Pickens. Is that was like his nickname? I'm no. sorry. You're asking if
2: Carl, Carl Perkins', Perkins nickname, nickname was Slim Pickens? Was Slim Pickens. Oh. Slim Pickens. No, well, I'm sorry. Her
3: oh. accent threw it off. You're thinking of Slim Perkins. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, what I'm going to need is the actual answer, which we haven't gotten yet. <laughs> well, from, oh, that's because oh, we've had that. no time to talk. That is true. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I just love history and knowledge <coughs> and well, the
3: truth. Let me drop some history on you. Uh, all of Alvis's coterie and himself had TCB, which stood for taking care of business and the lightning bolt <laughs> men in a flash. So uh-huh. that was their, kind of like their catchphrase, taking care of business in a flash, man. That's
2: pretty good. I Thank won't you. believe
3: it
4: unless hips accompany it, so that's all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because uh, hips, Connor? Don't, lie. hips Connor? don't lie. Oh, I learned how
1: to floss recently. No. Oh, no.
4: Yes. No. Oh
1: okay. No. Someone in the audience said, "Please no." <laughs> <laughs> wow! The audience just got ten yeah. points.
0: <laughs> Look how nice Connor was for sitting back down. That was so kind of you. Mm-hmm. What a Thank good you. contestant. I'm a
2: good listener. You will win nothing. There are no contestants. <laughs> uh, do we think that's on the truth? Is TCB taking care of business in a flash? The lightning bolt thing?
3: Yeah, we think they're
4: telling
2: the we truth. We do. We, yeah, we okay. agree with them. Uh, well, they're absolutely right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. there's <laughs> some bananas on that. Fry it up. There's no, there's
6: no jelly on a peanut butter and banana sandwich.
2: That is true. I will give you some points for that. <laughs>
3: Thank
6: you. Thank there you. is a whole stick of butter involved, but no jelly.
2: <laughs> you know, if you didn't have kids, Wait, you uh, wouldn't know that.
1: Spencer, can we... So if, or the pattern here is if we just name foods that aren't in a peanut butter and banana
2: sandwich, we get points.
5: You know there's no... no it's only a pattern if it happens again.
2: <laughs> That's right. So why don't, you test, why don't you test me and see what Marmalade. happens. Marmalade.
0: Mar- ichi, ichi, ga, 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 <laughs> Sammy is so
2: self so pleased. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> By mispronouncing marmalade. he knew Wait. I would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> your your mirth is saving you. I will not take away points. What was
5: Diamond
0: Joe's
2: name? Uh, right, yeah, so. what was
5: the gangster's name from the last question?
2: From from what? The furniture or yeah.
0: Diamond the, Dave.
2: Esposito? Diamond
0: Diamond. Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> you I walked right into that.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Okay, postcapone. <laughs> Everyone's yes, still here. Yep. Yeah, you are still here. Uh, everyone knows that Al Capone had the nickname Scarface. Unsurprisingly, he was not a fan of this nickname. Many people who worked with him called him Big Fellow instead. But his preferred nickname—you think that's funny? Uh-oh. His preferred nickname among family and friends was Snorky. <laughs> it was a slang term at the time that meant spiffy. Snorky is also a character in a TV show. In what TV show could you find Snorky, and what would they be doing? <laughs> This All right, Post what do we think here? What TV show is Snorky? That in? was, of
6: course, from the classic television show, The Snorks. And God Snorky was Papa Snork, so to speak. Because The Snorks were the Smurf ripoff. It was basically the Papa Smurf character. And they would be leading the other Snorks in their underwater well, why adventures.
0: I have a question. For those of us in the audience who aren't familiar with the Snorks, because we, my team and I are very familiar, uh, were they blue? Like, was it a cartoon the same way the Smurfs were? It was a cartoon in the vein.
6: It was a ripoff of the Smurfs, but they were multicolored. Which huh. was a little more progressive for the time.
3: <laughs> the eighties. Yeah. Uh, if you were either uh, if you were a Smurf or a Snork, which one would? Which character would you be? Whether it be Smurf or Snork. Uh, <laughs> scary Snork. <laughs> scary.
2: Then he's got more points, dog. <laughs> that was funny, mine. Would be man. wet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Wet snorking. I didn't get as much of a reaction as I wanted, so I'm going to give you even more points. I <laughs> oh. Thank you. Yeah. Someone understands my genius. Man, that was funny. That would be the daughter? <laughs> is she the daughter? Have we Is that established?
0: Well, there's only one female Smurf. They've actually, made a there's a whole two,
2: movie there's about actually, it. There's actually two. Why are we...
0: <laughs> the, bench. the
1: bench is scooting so much it's further back. I'm really me. far back. My butt is like a, a meter from
3: the table. No, that's that You made, uh, oh, totally. made it worse. There was oh, some way to was solve this great problem. For me,
0: thank you. There's
3: Smurfette. <laughs> And then later in the series, they made the th- the four kid Smurfs, and one of those uh, kid Smurfs, uh, K- Sasset, I want to say her name is. But you don't have right to be
0: Smurfite. You can be any Smurf you want. I want to clarify: you don't have to be the female Smurf. I'm
4: gonna be Gargano. Gar- yeah, Gargamel.
6: Gar- Gar- Gargamel.
1: Johnny Gargano. My, my favorite
6: seen pizza topping. Gargano. I
4: say anything about the Smurfs at any point in my life? And I'm, I'm, so in co- py- I'm, I'm in, in college
2: Batman. now, so actually, it's Gargano. I'll, I'll give five points to anyone who can name the cat of Gargamel. Oh, Ooh. Oh, that would be yeah. You're right. Oh. That'd be
4: Az Azmiel.
2: Azmiel. <laughs> <laughs> <As meow. laughs> uh, do we think it's the Snorks? Is this? Is this the- We we agree uh,
3: that it's from the TV show The Snorks. Uh, however, I think Snorky was like the pet of the Snorks. Yep,
0: one caveat.
2: What's the caveat? The... It, it
3: was not, a pet, oh, okay. not,
2: not the grandfather.
0: <laughs> I
4: just wanted to say before he said it, but uh, I still added it. I we see. apologize. The main <laughs> character's name was Steve and Snork.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you managed to fool them, Post Capone. Snork from Snork, I think. The answer was a, uh, he was a featured character on the Hanna Barbera oh. show, The Banana Splits Adventure Hour. He resembled mm-hmm. an elephant who played the keyboard and he also assisted their fellow band member Flegal with their magic tricks.
6: So my answer was t- 20 years before the audience's time and that answer is 10 years before my time. <laughs> That's about right, yeah. <laughs> our second answer, though. <laughs> we were debating
2: on that and the snorks and almost you know, said a keyboard an elephant. <laughs> yeah, We're out to our final question. This wow. is for two-leggers. Oh. Oh.
3: Elizabeth, please don't bully us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this final one. Yeah. Can, we uh, get, can we end on a high
2: note, of sweet note, a polite yeah, note? Yeah, <laughs> let's end on a, a high note. You yeah. wish. The feud between rival bootlegger gangs reached a bloody climax with the 1929 St. Valentine's Day massacre, when <laughs> men most likely hired by Al Capone gunned down several members of George Bugs Moran's gang. Speaking of bugs, in 1945, the U.S. ambassador to the Soviet Union was given a gift of a handmade wooden plaque of the Great Seal of the United States. What the ambassador didn't know when he placed it in his personal study was that it contained a wireless listening device. Uh The bug went undiscovered for seven years, well into the term of the next ambassador. The device amazed American scientists because it didn't need a battery. Instead, a strong electromagnetic field from outside the building could activate the microphone, sending a crystal clear signal to Soviet agents nearby. This technology was later adapted as RFID chips like the ones in the Chicago Venture Card. Who was clever enough to build this device, and what musical instrument did they invent using the same technology? All right, two-leggers, what do you think here? Who invented this, uh, this device, and what musical instrument did they invent later?
3: Can we, uh, we're going to do the demonstration oh. of the instrument? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what You that all is. know and
0: love it.
1: It's... Need we say more, Spencer? <laughs> I'm going to need you to literally it was, say an it answer. It was Mr. Woo-woo making the woo-woo. No. It was, uh, okay, it was Ronnie Woo-woo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was a theremin. Okay. Uh, the theremin, mm-hmm. and of mm-hmm. course the theremin was invented by Mr. Theremin. No. Mr. Um. Theremin himself... Cop out. Okay.
5: <laughs> do you Why mind if I take the lead on this? Please, one? Would, okay. so yes. We do agree that it's the theremin, just to, it's the only one, you know.
3: Ooh.
5: Definitely RFID, Ooh. it's right there. Ooh. However, who? Was built this device? Uh, yes. Who why, was built this who, device? Who was
2: built this who was device was who was built, built this I device? Was built. <laughs> I will tell you, I think who the, was the question all reminds device. us who was built this device?
5: <laughs> who
1: was built the device?
5: Uh, I like to think of a man, obviously...
1: a man just staring into a mirror in the middle of the night and going, who was built this device?
5: <laughs> and the answer to that question is Uma <laughs> 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 Boo! Boom! No, it's a Soviet
1: Inventor. Yeah.
2: Oh that's a track
0: for me
2: it <laughs> doesn't do it I for don't you. buy it <laughs> so they're half right <laughs> <laughs> okay do you have any follow up questions or no? no probably not no <laughs> uh, you were right it was it was uh, yeah the bug known as spy circles as the thing <laughs> was created by a man named Leon Theremin, and other words, Mr. A- theremin. A- uh, Ther- technically, theremin. technically,
5: I also
3: got the last name correct, and yeah, they didn't say the first well. name. No, you so you clearly it. meant Uma Theremin. We, we just, I said Uma Theremin. Kill Bill, where she killed the 99 We assassins. just named his
4: wife. His wife wh- behind every strong man is a stronger woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check your bias. <laughs> now, we've come to the end of the game. <laughs> And now I we are tied at fifty five apiece. Oh,
0: but that I, makes sense. To that's me, a lot of considering the way the points have gone. I, I
2: do. I do have a, a possible tiebreaker mm-hmm. that I've come up with just now. Cool. Ooh. Good now, Vibrations by the Beach Boys.
0: Done. Thank you.
2: Well, I'm tempted to end the game and give you negative points with that. But instead, what I'm going to do. So this this inventor he didn't actually name the instrument the theremin. He had a different name for it that he preferred uh, that never caught on. So I'd like to hear, I, I will give each panelist one guess. And whoever I think is the closest to the name of this instrument, the theremin, uh, I will give their team the winning point.
4: What if the answer was just the one that's the most charming?
2: <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth,
1: would you like to start? Yeah, I yeah. want to hear what an answer that's super charming would be to this question. Okay,
4: here it is, Connor. The doodly-doo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
2: pretty charming.
4: The audience seems pretty charmed. Uh, doodly
1: do.
5: Right. what do you think? Can we go back and forth so
1: that they don't have more time to uh, no, stop? Oh, good idea. So, Connor. Oh, amazing. wow, wow, wow. Oh, slick. oh, man. You know, I know the answer. Try to be charming. <laughs> oh, um. Sit up, sit up, sit up. I can't. It's a meter it's back. It's really
4: difficult.
0: Um,
1: it's uh, it's, it's the, the, the Woodle Wand. The Woodle Wand. It's the Woodle Wand. Okay, great. You have to say it like Dame Maggie Smith.
4: <laughs> no, you don't.
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, Ryan?
5: Its uh, was proposed name was the Trontar. Tron being the end of electron,
2: neutron. I like this. Okay, Sammy?
3: It is the Singthonger. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> the Singthonger. thonger Thonger? <laughs> thong.
4: thong. <laughs> okay. If you get that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who's going to win already. <laughs> Zach? That was the Kitarski. Uh, Kitarski, <laughs> sure, That's, because he's Russian. It's the most Polish yeah, instrument. <laughs> And our final hey guest. Hey there,
3: you got some Polish? Ch-
2: Mary, what do you think?
3: The... Theraflu. <laughs> <laughs> um, she made the other team laugh. That's
2: the yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> I do I do agree.
0: Charmed the pants off you guys. <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> you did. Mary's very charming, so I have to award the final points to her. So uh, the actual answer was... The- the actual answer was the etherphone. Oh, uh, boo! I, I pronounce it etherphone. If you switch the words around in mine, mine,
0: I've got closer letters.
2: So I want to thank uh, Postcapone for for coming, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, to uh, give I Two guess. Leggers the uh, yeah. the win here. So thank you very much thank you to the leggers, audience here and at home. Two, two, two Leggers, two
0: uh, two two have a good
1: two night, Leggers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Let sleeping dogs lie is recorded in front of a live audience every Monday at eight o'clock, right here in Chicago at the Comedy Sports Theater. If you'd like to see the show live, go to cszchicago.com and use the promo code FETCH for half off your ticket price. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is an arcade audio production. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LSDL Show. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our show is produced by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, and Rich Camelucci. Written by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, Connor Doyle, Rob Grabowski, Zach Mast, and mandy sellers hosted by spencer hamilton our panel this week connor doyle can be heard on the humanoid resources podcast hosted right here on arcade audio mary o'sullivan can be seen performing with her improv team spitfire ryan phillips performs comedy and music all around chicago check out his channel at youtube.com ryan c phil 92 Elizabeth riggs is playing nina in the drunken seagull a tipsy take on Chekhov's dark comedy the last show is June 14th at 8 p.m. at the Lawrence House. Email lngsketchcomedy at gmail.com for tickets. Zach Thompson can be seen performing at Comedy Sports or with the Improvised Shakespeare Company in Chicago. For even more, Zach, check out Mystery Science Theater 3000, seasons 11 and 12 on Netflix. And as always, Sammy Tamimi can be found all around Chicago performing, directing, teaching, and being a nerd. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is made possible in part by listeners like you. Check out Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for more info on how you can help. Thanks for listening to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the world's only game show.
1: Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.